I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. Ladies, gentlemen, and variations thereupon. This is Modern Escape. And welcome to the show. It is September, and it is the month of reviews. My name is Oodles, and joining me this week, we've got Biggie. Oi, oi. We have also got Candy. Hello. <laughs> this is an audio podcast as well, mate. <laughs> Can't show off your watch on an audio podcast. Also, yeah. also watch us on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. We also have Gadget. I'll read. And the effervescent Stig. Somebody hasn't done a script. Not done a script, but... <laughs> Hello. E- everyone's here. Everyone's here tonight. <laughs> Look at this. It's a rarity I don't like these it. days. I don't like you not doing a script. It doesn't sound as natural. Ad libbing doesn't sound as natural no, as a script that, that I, I planned that's a weeks weird, ago. That's a real weird thing to say, but it sounds so much more natural when you just. The, f- the funny thing is, I don't some... usually do a script for the Nexus episodes because it's a full uh, month for Nexus that we're going to be doing. Maybe I'll just pop some scripts in and see which I sounds would, natural and which doesn't. Well, that time you were just like, uh, that one's candy, that, that one's Stig. Sometimes, and I have done this historically, the, the avid listener will know, every so often, every six months or so, I'll just name you. That's that's just in case someone's new to that one episode. Imagine that. It's always nice, because I, I do like listen to bullshit. some podcasts, and they're just, they're just they're, I'm joined by this person, this person, this person, and it's just normal. Then the hijinks ensue. I don't always like to berate you too much, guys. Plus, I'm not as poorly this week, and I feel good. Feel good. I feel strong. Good. Cause good. 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 How, did, how did it sound last episode? Like you were <laughs> dying. <laughs> yeah, intro was like. <laughs> <laughs> you peaked I'm at one point and went but... rapidly downhill again. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! So but far yeah. downhill, like you just you like, turned into a Geordie man in the green room. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I fucked <laughs> after that. <laughs> You yeah. did? Yeah. But, you, let, you let me, but, Candy, and Biggie do the green room by ourselves. It was chaos. Oh, yeah, Stig weren't here at all, was it? Oh. No. I was in London, yeah. baby. Did you have a good time, mate? Shit. Yeah, great time. Yeah, wrestling yeah. was mint. Good. Um, I was like, um, thanks for reading that thing out last week, Biggie. Um, and yes, welcome, we did mate. a couple of times when it got darker, the whole stadium did light up their uh, torches for Bray White, which was really nice. Um, but yeah, the the event was amazing. Um, seats were weren't great to start with, where we got mm-hmm. because it's in a stadium. They obviously have to put a canopy over the. No, we were kind of like halfway up, but because mm-hmm. it there's no roof, they have to put a canopy up. And to do that, obviously, and have all the lighting and everything, they have to have these big metal girders on each corner of the ring. And yeah, we yeah, were just looking right at this, so right into bang of the ring. In the middle of the ring, that's all we could see. So I was like, I don't really want to spend the whole time just watching the screens. So we clocked a few seats, kind of same sec- 
you know areas we were yeah. further down um no one turned up after two matches so we just went and took them and then had a perfect view looking down on it so i do that everywhere i, I do that cinema any, anywhere yeah always, i was, uh, I was just clocked it yeah and i was like no one sat there yeah it's like if there's no one sat there in two matches because some people turn up late yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, if no one sat there after two matches, we're going over there, and it was just so much. You could see the stage, the the um, entrance way, like the everything was so much better. So yeah, but the, then there was a lot of shit that happened after it outside of the ring, which we're going to cover a little bit in the news. Oh, intriguing, intriguing, yes. intriguing. Um, Candy, you've got a new child with you, haven't you? I have a new child with me. Yeah, on your wrist. Oh, yes, yes, sorry, I forgot to mention, I've got my new uh, little Starfields accompaniment here. My, yeah, yeah, I've got a Starfield smartwatch, which came with the smart... The way, with the... before we go on, does anyone know how far the moon is away from us right now? I can tell mm. you, actually, Good I can question. tell you right Good now, question. bear with, no hang way. on a minute. I can, I can tell you that we are exactly 374,287 kilometres away. You can do it in miles? Thank you. I'm blown away. Um, no, kilometers, kilometers only. Does it have to be kilometers? Yes. Okay. I can That's do so much. I can do so much. I was just saying before we started recording, I've got. It's not very good if it can't do miles. Nope. <laughs> well, it maybe stick. can. I haven't. I haven't looked. There'll probably be a. So patch I've for got it. an accelerometer, <laughs> a pressure gauge. <laughs> Stop bullying me! I want to tell you what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I got loads of stuff. I got a barometer. The pressure is oh, one thousand and twenty-one right now. I've got an accelerometer. And a thousand people listen to this, looking at their Apple Watch or their smartwatch, going, "Yeah, mine's got that." Don't it? ruin this for me. I've got a magnetometer <laughs> that measures the amount of tomatoes in the air. No, and no, nope. nope, that's not temperature. What it does. So now, if I never ever need to find out those things, I know it's just there. It's on. It's on my wrist, and it's Big ever question. such a sm- small thing. Look at that. It's not small. You'd, you'd never know like it was a, there. It looks like <laughs> something from Beyblade. <laughs> <laughs> um, morphin time. What's the ba- what's what's the? Yeah, it's morphin time. What's the battery life on that? <clears throat> anyway, so moving on. Yeah, um, far so. Far <laughs> so. It's just a big lump of fucking plastic. It just works. We'll watch, noodles. Just leave. We'll no watch battery inside it. It's got two um, seven A's in there. Little tiny little. Fucking... We'll get an update oh, later shit. in the pod and find out exactly if it's still on. <laughs> yeah, it is one hundred percent now. But I just took it off the charge. I'll tell you at the end. Just charge it especially. Anyway, we've been going on about this fucking watch for too long. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what that watch it. doesn't do. It doesn't tell us the news. Biggie, it's time for Biggie's breaking news, isn't it, mate? You may already know, but he doesn't, because it's time for Biggie's breaking news. I like big news and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny that when Biggie walks in with an itty bit of updates and a big round ball thing in your face. Um, right. I always forget he does that. I always forget. And when it turns up, it, it sneaks. It's like a pincer attack on the sensors. <laughs> uh, Hollywood Actors Union eyes video game strike, which, of course, we all saw this coming. The union representing actors in the US is now looking to authorise a second strike against major video game companies. Talks between SAG-AFTRA, which is the uh, acronym, 
and companies like Activision Electronic <laughs> Arts have reached a stalemate. <laughs> the union so, so, which is the acronym, <laughs> which is the acronym. <laughs> that was the most... That, that just sounded like thingy, what's his name? Steve Coogan. Um, Alan Partridge? Uh, what? Alan Partridge, yeah, it was the most Alan Partridge moment I've ever heard in my life, which is the acronym. <laughs> Get in the Lexus, mate, uh, come on. The union said on Friday, particularly on wage increases and artificial intelligence. Hollywood actors have been on strike since the 13th of July against major TV and film companies. Spokesperson for the game firm said both sides were seeking a fair deal. Voting on the second strike will be held between the 5th and the 25th of September. I think they should. I yeah. think they should strike. Get on, put them on strike. It's about time that they've got, like, the, the, the industry, the video game industry in general, has got a, a mouthpiece. Really? And I'm, I'm all for that. Plus, Stig's backlog is screaming, yes, please strike. Please. <laughs> Same with the film, In though. The... Uh, backlog's a full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep, keep it striking. Keep, it, keep this... it coming. Keep it coming. This should as well, because like, the uh, video game voice actors, like not, I'm, I'm not talking about like the stars. I'm not talking about like your Matt Mercer's or your Nolan North's or Jennifer Hale's here. But like most of the people that do voices in video games, they'll get paid like a day rate of, 200 300 dollars and that's it no residuals at all no residuals no rights especially if they're doing like bit parts like you get some like voice actors who will do like 10 15 voices in a game of just like random npcs there was famously that there was that guy that did the 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 voice uh, some of the um pedestrian voices in gta uh 5 and look at the residuals he'd have have made even if he'd got like a quid for every Mm. copy sold (laughs) do you know what i mean that man would have been Fucking loaded, but now he got like hundred quid for day. Yeah, it's and not fair. It's not fair. No, it's it's not fair. And it's like you see, like um, um, the like for instance, obviously the big one, the minute Baldur's Gate three, the voice actors are making like a name for themselves and they're being quite popular on social media. They're doing yeah, cameos to keep paying the bills. Awful, isn't it? Like the one of like the uh uh the the fellow who plays Astarian. I mean, he's hilarious. He's wonderful. Um, but mm. he's he's doing cameos because like even though he's one of the main voiced characters in the game. He's still having to supplement his income, which I think is shocking. It's disgusting because that, that is their job. They went to school for this. Yeah, That's the profession. The actors. Mm-hmm. They paid money to be, to be trained to do this. It's the exactly same as someone that's a fucking welder. May, yeah, maybe it's not as hard <laughs> physical work, but well, no, it, do you get what I mean? It's, well, no, but it's, 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 it's still a very livelihood. skilled job, though. It's a skilled job. It's but, a skilled but, job. But I also, can't act. We've all heard us act. We're terrible at it. But also th- think, <laughs> think of the amount of sessions that they Might have where great. they're doing, like, death sounds. Yeah. Like, four yeah. hours of guttural screaming a day. That's going to fuck your voice. That's a physical, physically demanding role. Absolutely, yeah. Same as singing, innit? Like me at yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> How many times do you fall over at work? <laughs> <laughs> the guttural dying sounds. Oh, I thought you were just doing the Wilhelm scream every time you fucking fall down the stairs. Every time I send an email. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I spot it. Bring it, bring it, bring on the strikes. Next. Well, how much is the video game business worth? Well, Sakana, the market analyst, expect the US video game market to finish 2023 having delivered 3% growth, reaching 583 Billion US dollars. That's just the US one. That's mm. just the no. US one. There's bigger markets in China and Japan alone. Even more reason yeah. for them to be striking then in that case. Yeah. Yeah, and it's Europe so. as well. Fucking, it's, 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 I mean, it's a cliche, isn't it? It's bigger than the movie industry. Yep. But it is. <laughs> it fucking is. You don't get DLC oh, for films. 
Here's some figures for you. On a comparative basis, PlayStation 5 is now 25% above PlayStation 4 and 87% ahead of PlayStation 3 in units sold life to date, while Xbox Series trails Xbox One by 10%, yet leads Xbox 360 by 6%. But the Switch has also continued to perform strongly in 2023, helped by the release of Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. In fact, the US Mm -hmm. lifetime sales of Switch hardware finally surpassed those of the Wii in the US market. In July What is that the best selling console ever then? Oh, is it the PS2? PS2. Oh, the Game Boy, maybe. Yeah. PS2 is like astronomically big, isn't it? Yeah. The Wii's Wii Wii lifetime sales now trail Xbox 360 by less than 1 million units and PlayStation 2 by fewer than 5 million. Wow. It's catching up then. It could, it it could be Nintendo's it, it? biggest selling. No, yeah. It has to be. Surely. Yeah, well, because the that's Wii, almost the Wii... guaranteed that the sequel to that console will be a Switch 2. They're not that stupid. No, no. They, they had the uh, Wii and then they went to the Wii U. They are that fucking stupid. They are that stupid. On a Discord, <laughs> about, like, what, they, what they would call it. And I was like, well, they, they have to call it the Switch 2 because there's some, it's good, yeah. it's like Super Nintendo Switch sounds good in, in t- you yeah. know, from the NES to the SNES. From the switch, it's evening. not the same, is it? It will confuse people. It there'll be a yep. Wii U situation. You literally just have to call it Switch Two. This is the next Switch because, yeah. Otherwise, people look at it and go, "Well, that's a, a, a Super Nintendo Switch. is just a variation on like, yeah, you know, it's just a OLED bigger one or light." Yeah, Switch so, Two just has yeah. to be Switch Two. Just and can do Switch Two. Two Switch, two clicks. Yeah, on the Mac unless to... it's something completely different and they give it a new name. Which like, would be a stupid, stupid thing as well. Yeah, exactly. Just Switch 2 is the... These, I, I have no qualms in the saying, yeah, I'm, I'm off to buy a Switch 2. Yeah. There's, no, there's nothing Switch in that that makes me feel minging or anything like that. Like, the Xbox, as, as much as I loved the 360, when it went to Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X, Xbox Series, that, that is the worst naming convention in, they in gaming. One hundred horrendous. It's... And the only reason they called it the 360 is because they didn't want to call it the Xbox 2 because the PS3 was coming out. Mm. Yeah, the, the, one 360, is... the 360 kind of sounded quite cool. It, it, cool. it was cool, wasn't it? I yeah. no but idea why. Xbox like, One. Just say, Xbox, you know, remember when that came out? The Xbox One. Yeah, everyone oh, knows when you, say, when you say the 360, We've... everyone knows what it is. Yeah. So it mm, worked. Yeah. Fantastic but console. To then go from that, so the third Xbox being called Xbox One, I was like, but not the Xbox, <laughs> not the not the Xbox One, but the Xbox yeah. One. Okay. <laughs> Xbox, one X. <laughs> oh, Xbox One X Project Scorpio, remember that one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking joke. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's it's just a massive, massive industry. Can't ignore it. Next. Well, speaking of Xbox, they've hired Mina Sato Kato or Kato as Director for Partnerships in Japan, responsible for leading partnerships worldwide for Japanese publishers at Xbox. She previously had eight years plus of leading roles at Sony Interactive Entertainment, PlayStation Japan. We've said stick up. It's new pronunciations, mate. They're so good. I do try. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Yeah, okay, that's, cool. that's cool. No, 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 no. I've got that. That's good. One way to get someone like me over to a platform that I don't have is to get more um, Eastern games. That are there? They're doing a really good job at that at the moment because I keep looking over, going, huh? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they got the games I like. <laughs> so I keep, I keep, I keep looking over, and then 
I keep hovering over that. Um, I, I keep seeing the Series S at uh, 150 quid now, and I'm like hovering, hovering. I would, but I may as well just save up and get an X. And I, I would hold off on the S because based on like Baldur's Gate, yeah, what we talked yeah. about last week, and what you know the other grumblings from with it, the, apparently the S, yeah, kind of holding them save, back a bit. Wait for an X in it, save up, put save. money aside, get an X for Christmas. It'd be a lovely they, Christmas um, box, that won't it? Didn't they drop the price for the uh, Series X already? Yeah, but not enough for me. Okay. <laughs> not enough for me. Or me, to be fair. If I go, it to, if I get, if if they can get the X to three, I between mean, three eighty and three and, and, and four hundred. I think they put the price up by twenty quid because because I paid four fifty for mine and they're four seven they're four eighty now. Fuck that! Oh, wow. PS five so is that with the game? That's with like Argos um, Curry's. Like, they all have the same price. If it got no, to, if put... it got to, if it got to. If it got to a straight 400 quid, that's something I could justify. Hey, who knows? If you pay it 490 really quid, you, you, you can get it with a copy of Diablo 4. I know you, you're killing yourself for that one. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I got offered a code for that, mate, and I refused it. <laughs> Never! <laughs> Fuck that. No. But yeah, I'm. Um, yeah. Okay. Next. Tell you who isn't dropping their price. Sony is raising the PlayStation Plus prices up by $40 Fucking per joke, year. Mate. The new pricing goes into effect starting from uh, September the 6th in a couple of days, exactly Yikes. two months after Xbox Game Pass <laughs> prices went up. So yeah, for essential, Game Pass is a better be value property. <laughs> for 12-month subscriptions for essential in the UK, you'll be paying $59.99. For extra, it's $99.99. And for premium, $119.99. Nope. I mean, Fucking if you actually break hell. down what the Game Pass is a month for the a full year... It's about the same price, but to me, you just get more with the with the Game Pass. I next week, well, this week when it comes out, I'll be able to play Starfield, and if I don't yep. like it, I've, you haven't spent you haven't wasted any nothing. money. Nothing like it's part of my subscription service, and if I love it, then yeah. I've got an amazing game out of my. Like yep, I agree, PlayStation. I think on their PS Plus Essential plan, however it's called, they've had three day day drops, aren't there? They there was the stray stray. There was. Um, Sea of Stars recently, which I'll talk about that in a bit. That was and another well. one. There was one other one that they got day and date. Uh, was it Roller Roller Drome? Roller? No, roller no, 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 was no. It wasn't Roller Drome. It was. Um... Oh, it was. Uh, there was another one. That uh, cheer, cheer, cheer. Yeah, that's three in a year compared but to none of Game them. Passes. None nearly of one a month. Games. None of my first party none of them. players. Yeah, no, straight exactly. was like twenty five quid to buy. The thing is, PlayStation just doesn't need to do. It doesn't need to compete with Xbox. It's not scared, in terms is it? Of, no, I mean it's got enough. First, it's got it's got the titles. That's where its strengths lie. Xbox needs to provide something like that, and that's where it's great for consumers that they're kind of competing. But yeah, PlayStation just don't even need to do a subscription service at the moment. They just don't give a fuck, do they? <laughs> they well, they don't because as soon as they announce the prices, they also release this month's September games and. They are the reboot is Saints Row, which is now from a defunct, uh, defunct developer. Yeah, yeah, a dead dev. A poorly reviewed Generation Zero, and the often criticised MMO Black Desert. And nobody Black wanted Desert. these games this month. I mean, Black no one bought Desert. Saints Row when it came out. No one's wanting it for free. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. I was, I was, I was interested in that Generation Zero, whatever it's called. And then I saw the reviews, and I'm like, no. Yeah, good concept, poor <laughs> execution. I think. I just don't. I just. I just don't. I'm a. I'm a, unlike Biggie. I don't have an, an expandable SSD. I just don't want to waste waste the space. 
game changer. You know I mean? And I, I don't want to pay for PS Plus either. Fuck that. Sounds like a right rip-off. What's the, what's, what's the minimum tier on PS Plus now? The uh, normal it, online one? Essential. That's the £60 a year one. <sighs> That's a game. I mean, <sighs> it is, but it's also, what, six quid a month? Hmm. And you're kind mm, yeah, of forced into paying that, aren't you? If you want to do any <laughs> online stuff whatsoever, yeah. you yeah. sort of have to pay that. Luckily, I've, I've got my that, uh, Xbox as well. Yeah, yeah. PlayStation used to be free, didn't it, on PS3? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, then they realized they could make money out of it. But also, the, play- <laughs> yeah, that's- the PlayStation 3's yeah. online was shite. I can't remember. I don't it play online great. anyway. I, it was, it, I, it was I, like I, current I, Nintendo I played a levels. bit of Elden Ring. played a bit of Elden Ring with the, that month when it yeah. first came out, and I was doing the fight clubs, and then I just never resubscribed. I never have auto-renew on anything. Mine auto-renewed, like, a couple of weeks ago, so I got it at the previous price, so kind of looking mm. at that one. It's just, it's just, what was it? It was, like, 40 quid once, and I would have played paid that to, like, carry on playing Battlefield with my mates, and I just, yeah, I just don't play enough with them. So I tried, yeah. I tried to get them onto Xbox, but it's not. <clears throat> That's not the thing, like, doing. Every, single, every single one of my mates that plays games was not that many but they've all got playstations it's just no brainer they don't they don't even consider xbox in the lives. it's just one of them things that's why they're trailing behind on that aspect but again as a package you can't argue with that xbox can you but enough of that next as mentioned volition um are now defunct the team has proudly created world-class entertainment for fans around the globe for 30 years We've been driven by a passion for our community and always work to deliver joy, surprise, and delight. This past June, Embracer Group announced a restructuring program to strengthen Embracer and maintain its position as a leader in the video game industry. As part of that program, they evaluated strategic and operational goals, made the difficult decision to close Volition Effective immediately. To help our team, we're working to provide job assistance and help smooth the transition for our Volition family members. We thank our customers and fans around the world for all the love and support over the years. You will always be in our heart. Volition Games. They didn't even make that last Saints Row, did they? No, they did. That was them. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the one that's on yeah. PS Plus. <laughs> what yeah. a fucking kicking dicks. <laughs> oh, no. Exactly. Fucking <laughs> hell. Oh, I don't like this Embracer group. They frightened me. They're, they remind me of like Cyberdyne or something like that. Yeah, they Oscar. did a load of purchasing, didn't they? But yeah, they did a load yeah. of purchasing and they didn't really have the money for it. It's all speculative investment and stuff like that. And yeah, they, they, yeah. They didn't get we this... will bring your money back. Yeah, like Dragon's Den shite. They it? didn't get this like two billion deal with the Saudis or Savvy Games yeah. or whatever it was called, um, which is them meant they bought too much. They can't afford to keep them going, and so they've basically lose the people's jobs for just going, which sucks. Yeah, it really does suck. <sighs> people's pensions and shit. They just really upsets me. It really does. Oh, my heart goes out to all Volition people that have been affected and their families, etc., etc. But yes, yeah, a shame. Yeah. Next, Rockstar Games Vice President, um, as of writing, Mike Unsworth has reportedly left the Grand Theft Auto Six developer after 16 years. Unsworth's uh, linked profile was updated to updated, sorry, to indicate the veteran developer had left Rockstar. Mike is an accomplished writer who spent over 16 years working for Rockstar Games as a creative lead and saw the most critically acclaimed and commercially successful video game franchises of all time, most notably Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. He did help run that company then at their peak, really, didn't he? At their prime. Well, Vice President of Rockstar. They're never better. 
Vice President of writing. of writing, yeah. So he's, he's shipped yeah. two games, GTA Five and Red Dead Redemption 16 years, two. yeah. Two <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah, but two that's huge they, games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all they needed to do. That's, that's when you know you're, you're well, the actually, biggest uh, Actually, no, yeah, I've just seen that Bill always got his credits, yeah. It's a bit more than that. Yeah. His credits and Max Payne Dead, and stuff Redemption, like that. One and two, Grand Theft Auto 4 and 5, Max Payne and L.A. Noir. So he's oh. leaving or retiring? Yeah. He's leaving. This is leaving. He's leaving. Oh. He's, he's off good. to Xbox then, isn't he? He'll be snapped up somewhere then, won't he, surely? <laughs> and breaks a group. <laughs> quite a few top-level people go from Rockstar over the last year or so. Mm. I reckon this this someone's yeah. going to come out about it then. Toxic environment, blah 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 blah. I mean, they are in I Dundee. Of course, it's toxic. <laughs> I um, yeah, actually, if I was Xbox or Microsoft, I'd be. You grab them, wouldn't you? Yeah, and try and just write. We need here. We, come and fix Halo. We need a triple A. <laughs> we need a triple A with some like top quality writing. Like we need a PlayStation kind of. You need that level. kind of person, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. You need a Neil Druckmann on the Xbox teams. That's what you need. God, imagine Xbox doing a single-player narrative action game. God, mm. imagine. They've never done it, though, have they? Never done it. Mm. Next. No, nothing is on the level of PlayStation anywhere. No. Konami's confirmed the PS4 remasters the first two Suicoden games will no longer release this year as the studio needs more time to ensure the quality, performance, and gameplay experience our users deserve. A new date has not been announced. But it's expected in 2024. What series is it called again? Suicoden. Suicoden. then. Nope, Suicoden. Come on. Told you you'd get it wrong. <laughs> nope. Check it out. Check it. Check it before you like. wreck it. <laughs> but yeah, I played yeah, the first I'm... one. I finished it. I loved it. I've not played the second one. Second one's even better, mate. If you like if you love the first one, you'd love the second one even more. Mm. It's just it just you know when it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it, but make it a little bit better. Yeah. It's one of those. It's, it's fantastic, fantastic. But I wait. I'm in no worry. This fucking everything's out. Exactly. Don't need another. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll wait. Did you said January. They just said next. Oh uh, no, just says 2024. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Too many games out this year. Mm-hmm. Too many yeah. games. They're good yeah. games. Well, the first one's good anyway. It's really good, mate. You're right. You need more than uh, 20 seconds to comply. As dear Robocop fans, we were blown away by the incredible response to the closed beta, which ran from July 3rd to the 9th. We've also heard your thoughts on areas that need a bit more polish to ensure an even better gaming experience. With that in mind, we decided to give ourselves more time to make necessary improvements to the game and address your valuable feedback. The new release date for Robocop Rogue City is now November the 2nd, 2023. People were saying it was good, weren't they? People are enjoying it. I don't think mm. I heard anything about it. I didn't even know it was happening. Yeah, didn't even know it was happening. I've seen the previews and stuff, but it seemed like every kind of in-game preview I've seen seems to be a machine pushed up to the max. Yeah, yeah. And so I can't really yeah. get a good read on what it's actually going to look like. But <clears throat> apparently, yeah, there's it's not a massive pushback though for dates, is good. it? No, maybe they just had a few maybe things a to tweak. Then, like, yeah, exactly, mm. mate. If the feedback was good, and it, but it was like, this is great, but there's just this tiny little niggle. So, okay, we'll just... Too much clipping, there's too much this, too yeah. much that. Yep, by all accounts, I watched a YouTuber talking about it. He was in one of the beaters, and he was like, it's fucking good. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, no longer do we live in an age where film tie-ins are shite. They're just not. You can get good shit, you know what I mean? 
think of like Spider-Man. I know it's based on a comic book, but those they're heavily, heavily based on the films and stuff, aren't they? So I guess we'll be looking forward to that Avatar game when it comes out in December. No, it's not like the films. <laughs> what be, and it's what an Ubisoft it, one as well. It is. Boo. What if it reviews like and like one of the best games of the year? It's like ninety-six on Metacritic. But then I'll also be typing in Google, how many towers do I have to climb to open the map? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be trees. Yeah, trees. Trees, sorry. I fucking hate that shit. Just give me the map. <laughs> how many Smurfs do I have to sleep with? <clears throat> that's that's how you think. I ain't sleeping with none of them. It's disgusting. Next. Elon Musk drew booze and chants of bring back Twitter at the recent Valorant Champions Grand Finals after being spotted at the event over the weekend. It's worth finding the video of that because his face drops. It's great. He thought he was <laughs> going to get like fucking cheered. His face drops anyway. Did he's he really? like permanently dropped. It, is, look, it does look like it's, it's like kind of falling, falling off. His off. Skull. I feel guilty for laughing now. Like I found that funny, but now you said his face drops. I feel like I've. Bullied him. Mate, he bullies you. He bullies I, everyone yeah, he else. Does. Yeah, he does. But oh, fucking hell! No. Remember where his money comes from. Never forget where his money comes from. Yeah. What you mean? Apartheid, apartheid emerald mines. Oh, yes. yeah. Okay, all right. Those ones. Never oh, forget. I oh, I don't like to think of people upset though. It's Elon Musk. He's not a person. <laughs> He's a billionaire. They're not people. <laughs> okay, fair. Watching, oh, watching videos of Nazi Germany going, oh, yeah, but look how sad Adolf looks. Look how sad he looks. He looks oh, really he lo- sad. He loved his dogs, though, Adolf. <laughs> You're an animal lover and a vegetarian. How oh, he can't be that bad, surely. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. No, some people are just horrible bastards, and you're allowed to be horrible to them. Yeah, okay. I need to remember that in life. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Next. Coming, coming for you, Oodles. <laughs> Come at me. I deserve it. I deserve it. It's okay to be a gamer. Staying up and binging Starfield literally saved a player's life. A Starfield player Fuck has credited off. the sci-fi game with saving their life after they stayed up late to play it and was awake when their apartment complex caught fire. It wasn't oh. their Xbox catching fire, though, was it? No, no. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Turns their out watch. he'd put his watch it's on the watch. charger, his Starfield yeah. watch on one of those charging parts, <laughs> and it was setting on fire because it's just a big lump of plastic that shouldn't be that warm. <sighs> Well, I can tell you how hot it is, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 55 degrees Celsius. Well, like two, like two people in on this pod, this person waited for this game since the trademark rumours of 2015-2016. In anticipation, I pre-ordered the premium edition, <clears throat> waiting to play this game. On the night of the 31st of August, I decided to stay up and play as long as possible to experience this new universe. At 2.26 in the morning, while playing the game, I heard an explosion from a downstairs neighbour's apartment. I paused my game to see what was happening, and when I opened the door, I saw flames rising up the stairwell to our apartment. They said that because they were already awake, they were able to quickly rouse their wife, grab the family cat, and escape the fire with only minor burns. The cat survived. I'm happy about that. Oh, thank God. Oh, yeah. I care more about the cat. I hope he saved his progress before, though. <laughs> it's it's cloud, it? I'm just, hang on. It auto saves. It's fine. Yeah, yeah it's so cloud. I mean, cloud saves. I've got to get to a checkpoint. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you now, if I were like stuck in a really hardcore Dark Souls boss and House on Fire, I'd finish boss first. Tell you now. <laughs> Definitely, 100%. Imagine that gadget, like, half, that last boss that we, me and you did, and you were like, oh, no, fire alarm's going off. Oh, no, he's got a quarter of health left. We'd still finish it, <laughs> wouldn't we? <laughs> I just got this, this image of, like, everyone's out, everyone in the whole world, your street is out, 
Everyone's like, he's still in the house. And you're just sat there. And then the next week, you just dive out the window. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Put your foot on the achievement. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone, and everyone clapped. <laughs> yeah, and everyone stood up and went, he is the king of the non-gamers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Next. Yeah, Over to the world of TV and film. Uh, David Grant says that Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio's next film is The Wager. Follows a trial where a British crew survives a shipwreck, then six months later, another crew washes ashore, claims they were the actual mutineers. Ooh. Mm. I think That's it sounds awesome. Yeah. But Scorsese and DiCaprio. Yeah, they don't miss. No. Uh, next up, Chris Hemsworth and Pedro Pascal will star in Crime 101. An adaption of Don Winslow's novel described as in the vein of heat. Amazon and Netflix are currently <sighs> battling for the rights to the film. This'll be good. Can they have found attractive actors to be in it though? No. God. Oh, you can play like a people gun though. He's so, so no. terrible to look at. I think it's awful. It's a story <laughs> about like a guy tracking down a cartel yeah. guy, so yeah. Well, if it's true, Bang into then it. yeah, it'd be great. I wonder who plays who. <laughs> Maybe they'll switch I it. wonder <clears throat> Yeah that'll be the twist at the end Yeah yeah. You thought the Latinx was going to be the guy No you were wrong It's the white Chris... Australian man <laughs> <laughs> Unless Chris Hemsworth is putting on a really dodgy Mexican accent through it. <laughs> He's actually Brazilian He's just a really really pale one <laughs> Got a massive sombrero on <laughs> You smell like this burrito. <laughs> yeah. oh. You have to take it one extra step, one extra level, don't you? Just one. Bing. There's a line. He likes to spit it. over it. <laughs> Next. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon will no longer have a limited release on October the 6th and will instead release worldwide on October the 20th, and it will also be available in IMAX. I am thinking about Excellent. going to cinema to see this. It's a four-hour one, though, Hoodles. Yeah, but that's, I just added Oppenheimer, all right. Is it four I know, that's hours? A, that's a sick shit film for you. Yeah, it was only it? three. No, I'm it's sure, four. I'm sure, right, it was I'm four I'm pretty sure hours. it's... Yeah, I I'm, thought it was I'm, three and he had a four-hour cut. <sighs> three hours, 26. Woo! Uh, that's cool. That includes... Split, split the difference. <laughs> yeah. That includes credits. Oh, yeah. always, always take off 15 minutes of credits. Do you know what? When I've noticed with these longer films now, I literally don't go in as soon as opening time because I'm not sitting there watching trailers I've already seen for fucking half an hour. Yeah. I just don't oh, do like it anymore. I the trailers in this. Yes, but you can I see mean, them I, online. I mean, I like the trailers. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But if you've, like, like I went to the cinema like four times <clears> in the space of three weeks. <laughs> same trailers. Yeah, exactly. Kind of yeah, you're going at the last it's second. at that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't you've got a ticket anyway. You've you've got your seat. No one's nicking it. And if they do, you do that awkward English thing. I'm sorry, but you're sat in my seat. When, why are we <laughs> apologising when someone's sat in our seat? I'd be like, "Fuck off, <laughs> ticket." <laughs> my seat. Then, then they stand up on the six feet five and then kick fuck out of me. But yeah. and then you ask them to save it for you while you go for a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back here, please, mate. Keep it warm. Mm. Yeah, Next. good. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, just in general, it's good, like having a proper cinema release. So, I mean, it's all. I'm, I'm planning on going to next. But... I think I've seen, I've seen, I've, I'd like to say since, yeah, I've, I think I've seen all these big hits in cinema, even re-releases. So I'm bang up for it. Bang. 
bang up for it. And this is, judging from the trailer, it's quite different for him. Yeah. I'm into it. Into it. Next. A few quickies. An animated Lego Jurassic Park special is coming soon to Peacock. You reckon it's going to be the nice. second best Jurassic Park film? Probably. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I'm up for it. The, the, the Lego stuff the does tend to be quite good. Ones, yes. Yeah, I like the Lego. I like Lego Yuma, me. I've been playing the um, Lego Harry Potter that Kurt uh, bought me because he's such a nice boy and it's fucking funny, man. It's funny. I have to wait. I have to wait to carry on playing the Lego Harry Potter because I've not got past it. In <laughs> <laughs> so I just stop. But yeah, I love I love Lego stuff. I like the Lego film. Liked it. Well, the first, the first Lego film was good. The second one wasn't. There's was a second one. Yeah, it's, it's not worth it. It's not as good. No, uh, Lego Batman was really good though. Um, I really like that. Yeah, one. I love that. And love that the, one. Like the comedy in the Lego games is great. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm up for this Jurassic Park Lego universe to kick off and save it from a one-trick pony. Because that's what Jurassic Park is—a one-trick pony. <laughs> really plus if, is. Plus, if you like Lego toys, you'll probably end up getting some we'll new Jurassic so. Park stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I might get a Jurassic love Park that. Lego. Yeah, I'd like the gates with the car. You yeah. can buy the car, yeah. Mm. Next. What I'm interested in, the first trailer for David Fincher's The Killer has been released. Released in yeah, November the yeah, 10th yeah, yeah. on Netflix. Well up for that. It doesn't really give much away, though, does it? I can't. But it's, it, no. it's, the, it's, the, it's the, um, the atmosphere. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I'm going to watch any more trailers. On it. <laughs> it's going to go in. Blind. Yeah, because I, I, like, I, I like his films. You're a fan anyway, yeah. I just don't want anything to be given away so i'm pretty happy to yeah just go into that as yeah blind as possible well speaking of things you like arcane season two is coming in winter 2024 don't like that date though no, no sooner do not like that date do you think it means this winter maybe january, <laughs> I actually, say january. actually actually <laughs> you make a good point in our heads winter 2024 is back in the next year but attack on titan did that they said winter 2020 two or something and it and came it out in february, february. Yeah. yeah so it, still winter fingers crossed they, they mean the January, there's two february winters time. in every year guys mm. don't forget that yeah, forget that it actually travels over to the following year but why can't yeah. they just if that's the case why don't you just say fucking february or january <laughs> i still haven't i still haven't finished first season of it, what's wrong with you man get it watched oh. it's incredible how far did you get i can't remember you were chosen i'll do it again noodles Right, again, if, I, you're not get, if you're not getting to episode three and be like, right, um, episode three is incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen episode three. I, I know the, the little t- twist, inverted commas, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I know the, the time jump and that. But I just, I, it's that fucking theme tune at the beginning, man. Kills me. <laughs> skip it. We can skip it. Oh, kills me. Would you say it's your enemy? No, oh, shut up. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Weirdly Next. enough, it, it actually works for that show. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. Does you could put limp biscuit? Uh, brace off, yourself, gadget. How I Met Your Father has been cancelled after two seasons at Hulu. <clears throat> well, after two seasons, confirmed. you'll never find out how she <laughs> met their father. I didn't want to know. <laughs> but how, 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 how wouldn't you not know when we know how we met the mother in the last different, one? No, different. different family. It's just the same concept. Right. As just gender swapped. <laughs> Here's a tale for you guys. Here's how I met your father. We know, mum. He's told us. Told us the exact same story. Yeah, not the same family. Also, the mother it dies. Can't, it, can't, it can't be the same story because she's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. He did tell me that she died. Yeah. I'm thinking of Gadget's continuity. Yeah, it's slightly it's different, just, weren't it? 
it was slightly different. Yeah, no, it was utterly shite. It was always destined to never get past a few series. And, and it was it was once because it was obviously the spin-off of it. You know, you had a token cameo from uh, Neil Patrick Harris in it. and I don't like him, though. He's good, but he's pointless in it. He's in it for like two <laughs> episodes and then fucks off again. He's usually pointless in everything he does, but he's still usually good. Yeah. I like, I like Neil Patrick Harris. Especially when he's on stage. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, I think the problem yeah, is think... as well, so it just wasn't funny. I think Cobby Smulders was in an episode as well. Probably. I think all the cast like walked on and walked off did, at some um, point. Did How I Met Your Mother start when people were still watching normal telly? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a big aspect of and it. it. Uh, yeah, and it, and it was syndicated 22 to 24 episodes <laughs> a season thing. This is what I mean. That's and a big aspect of it. It's 2005, start, so yeah. Yeah, it started a year after Friends finished, and it was kind of built Perfect as like... time in. It was built as like the anti-Friends. Because <laughs> it was a bit, it was a bit ruder, and they hung out at a bar yeah. and at a coffee shop and stuff like that. And... Did no one put a turkey on their head like Mr. Bean? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they did do some stupid shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> you always, you need that daft episode. You always need a daft episode. But yeah, that's probably why, because it was on normal telly when people were watching. Is E4? E4? E4, E4 yeah. Oh, it was yeah. on E4. Yeah. Like constant yeah. rotation. <clears throat> and it's perfect for that, isn't it? That's, that that's Scrubs just went, it was just that yeah. and Scrubs for years. When that wasn't when that wasn't on, Scrubs was on. And then when oh, Scrubs was on, that was on. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why. And people have got that much choice now. Like, I'm not watching How I Met Your Father. Fuck that. Boring. Next. Statement from All Elite Wrestling and Tony Khan. All Elite Wrestling has terminated the wrestler and employment agreements between Philip Brooks, also known as CM Punk, and AEW with cause effect immediately. Termination was confirmed today by Tony Khan, CEO and General Manager and Head of Creative of AEW. Termination follows a week-long internal investigation after an incident occurring backstage at AEW, all in London on Sunday, August 27th. Following the investigation, the AEW Discipline Committee met later convened outside legal counsel before making a unanimous recommendation to Khan that CM Punk will be terminated with cause. Khan offered the following statement. Phil plays an important role within AEW and thank him for his contributions. Termination of his AEW contracts with cause is ultimately my decision of mine alone. Of course, I wish I didn't have to share this news and it may come as a disappointment to many of our fans. Nevertheless, I'm making the decision in the best interests of many amazing people who make AEW possible every week. Our talent, staff, venue operators, and many others whose efforts are unsung but essential to bringing our fans great shows on television and at arenas and stadiums throughout the world. Right. Pick. So, what did this young man do, Stig? If it's, young if man. it's, if it's arable. Young man. He's like 40, 44. Oh. Uh, um, so, yeah. Do you remember like, about a year ago? I actually talked about this and how excited I was for him to come back to wrestling. Yeah, because yeah, I, no. I remember because I remember because yeah. he says he came back in AEW and like you almost like teared up or something when his music it came was, on. Yeah, and walked is this the is this the man that went to UFC? Yeah, yeah, I know who he is. So, He's not a young man either. No, so <laughs> um, yeah, like he was one of the people that pulled me back into wrestling. Like his character and his storyline at one point, dynamic like, was amazing, and uh, it, it was the same for a lot of people. So he come back to AEW and I was like, this is great, and. Then he had this storyline with um, one of his arrivals was Hangman Adam Page. And on, in a promo, Adam Page said something personal. But no <sighs> one else seemed to pick up on this. 
genuinely, it just seemed to be a little, uh, it was a line that he said on TV that apparently he shouldn't have said. What was the line? I don't even remember. Um, no, so it's proper insta- even the podcast I listened to didn't even pick up on it. And they're people who breathe and sleep and yeah, yeah, yeah. eat wrestling. Do you know what I mean? Like they, they didn't even pick up on it. Wow. Um, and then he won the title and then they, had, they have press conferences after every pay-per-view and he fucking went off on one. Like no way. absolutely went off out on of one. Out of character. Out of character, just went off on one on Hangman, on um, the EVPs of the company and Tony Khan just sat there like a, Absolute wuss, just letting him do this. And is he the Vince McMahon of this company? Pretty much, yeah. Well, yeah, he is. He owns the company, but he's not. And a monster. it caused a massive fight backstage with some with wow. the people he was talking about a bad mouth in this press conference. There was a massive fight and argument, and they all got suspended. CM Punk also got injured anyway, so he got suspended, and he was doing his time out of his with his injury. Yeah. He comes back. They've got this new show, Collision, on a Saturday night. So he's over on that show. The people he was having a Barney with are over on the other show. Just so they don't have to keep them apart. Yeah, keep them apart. Doesn't I matter. Like, and then last Saturday, it, there was a moment in one of the matches where Jack Perry, um, knocked, he was having a street fight and he knocked on the glass window of this limo and he went, he said something along the lines of, real glass, see? It's like Crimea River. And that was a reference because he wanted to do a spot with some glass and CM Punk told him, you can't use real glass. You have to use, use fake glass. And Obviously. he was being, so he was being a bit all like bravado, like basically saying, fuck fake glass. I'll use real glass. And he did this spot where he landed on, on the glass. He's back on this windshield, real glass. Mm. And then he, as he's walking out, finishes his match, CM Punk's match is next and they come past each other and then Punk gets in his face about it. And literally swings for him, then puts him in a chokehold, and a massive <gasps> fight happens backstage in front of Tony Khan, in front of who is the boss. At which point, a lot of um, production equipment gets knocked over. Some of it landing on Tony Khan, some of it landing on other people. This is all kind of what we've been told. Apparently, they've got footage of all this as well. And from all this, yeah, they both got suspended, and then he's been sacked. What yeah, hell? right. Maybe he was just in general as well, just. This might have been the final straw. And he, this Tony guy's gone, I've given you enough fucking warnings and this has just gone overboard. I've been hurt. People have been hurt. You, you're yeah. ruining the brand. You've got to go. Yeah. That's exactly or is it all what fake? It mm. because it's not fake, fake, though, is it? It can't be fake. It can't be fake. It's this not isn't fake. fake. He's actually been sacked. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's because CM Punk is just a fucking crybaby. And he's just kind of ruining his legacy a little bit with some of the fans who, like myself, were so excited to see him come back. Did you run and home this, and pull your posters down? And this was after no! he'd... <laughs> no, because <laughs> no, I kind of turned on him after the, the first incident. Oh, right, I was, right. Fair enough. But, I mean, he left WWE because he walked out on them. Oh, well, he didn't end his contract or anything? Didn't end his contract. He, got, Ooh, he didn't like the booking decisions and he walked out on them. It's not up and, to him. Yeah. It's not so, The Rock. So that's basically him out of wrestling then. If he's pissed yeah. off the WWE and pissed off AEW, then there's no one for him to work for. It basically. Can't he go, just... go to these uh, Japanese wrestling places? No, they won't have him. Um, <laughs> they won't have him. If you try anything like that in Japan, they'd knock the fucking shit out yeah, of that's, they, they don't give shit, them, do they? They will no. fucking... They will break fuck out, yeah. But you just can't do this. And people trying to justify it. It's like, this isn't the 70s and 80s anymore where the boys sort no. their own problems out. You physically assaulted your colleague in front yeah. of your boss. 
Yeah, like, you get sacked for that. It doesn't matter if your job is to go out there and do fake player fighting, acrobatic stuntman shit. Backstage, that is not the show. And if you have somebody... You're supposed to be turned off, aren't you, backstage yeah. when the cameras aren't rolling? But he just can't take any criticism. He'll go out there and he'll make his snide little comments himself. But when anyone else but does someone it... else. No, oh, I'm not allowed to do that. And he just kicks up a fuss and he's just... So this other guy you reckon is going to come back as normal then? Yeah, he'll just come back, I think. He said a little stupid thing on TV and he said apparently... No, it's going to be good. That's going to boost his career massively. It's going to get bigger off it. Probably. He's (laughs) a bad guy, so even if the crowd start booing him, he'll just play up on it. He'll love it, won't he? He'll be like, yeah! Uh, But yeah, it was just after a huge... They had this huge event last last week. 81,000 people in Wembley. The biggest wrestling show. Like, one of the biggest wrestling shows ever. And all everyone came out of talking about it was CM Punk. Being and I an saw that. Um, I saw that attractive lady win the world title. She was. She was. She pretty. She's pretty. Yeah, she's pretty and talented. <laughs> and talented. Extremely talented. Is that her from that film? That's that's who the film's about. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's nice. Oh, Soraya is actually a name. So. Whatever, whatever she's called. Yeah. Talented and beautiful. But yeah, but it's it was, a shame. Um, it's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Because... You're used to it, though. You should, as, as a football fan, there's always the politics after an amazing game, isn't there? You, you always hear these... Yeah, it's usually the fans kicking the shit out of each other. Though. Yeah, but you do hear it or sometimes, horses. especially or big horses. big flight clubs, big top top clubs. You'd always hear like, oh, it was a fantastic match, but let's just talk about the backstage shit that happened in if, the locker room. If rooms. it happened in, re- in a football match, if, there was, if one guy kept getting in fights and walking he out... Got sacked. Yeah, what's the common denominator there? Yeah, exactly. That one right, person. Exactly. It all keeps happening around him, and yet he blames yeah. everyone else. It'll come out in the next few weeks, and it'll all be everyone else's fault. There'll be a book, and it'll try and sell his book. This is yeah. what really happened, the CM Punk story. But sounds to me like um, good riddance. Yeah, just to be honest. It's just See a, you, mate. The title for his life story, Deadbeat Punk. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I just It's a shame, and he's just kind of ruined his kind of Legacy, legacy yeah. with a lot of people. Never mind, never mind. Yeah. Any more, mate? Only the weird world where, but I think Candy needs Ooh. to sit down, which she is, and having a sip of her drink. She's not ready for this, I think. Oh, I was, no. I was, also, put, I put this one in because there's a part of it that I knew that would make Goodles laugh so hard. Yes, let's go. Are you ready, Candy? I'm not sure. Go. <laughs> a notorious street performer once known for flying into anti-Semitic rants whilst dressed as Elmo in Times Square is terrorising <laughs> Santa Cruz terrorists. In a Cookie Monster <laughs> costume, cops have said. Adam Sandler, 59, oh, no. called the Sesame Street <laughs> switcheroo before, <laughs> before hustling for tips at the city's scenic wharf where he's been yelling obscenities and taunting visitors, police told the San Francisco gate. Cops have warned folks not to engage with the costumed creep after receiving reports that he's been frightening people by shouting at them and spouting angry conspiracy theories. Sandler became a much-buzzed-about Big Apple villain in September 2012 when he was arrested for going on a wild, chew-hating rant at the crossroads of the world. At crossroads... Start again. Crossroads of the world. He pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct and was dubbed Evil Elmo. I love this next one. (laughs) 
He was sentenced to a year behind bars in 2013 for the equally bonkers crime of trying to extort $2 from the Girl Scouts in Manhattan before eventually heading out west and changing his Muppet identity, according to the outlet. Cali cops are warning people to avoid the creepy cookie monster at all costs. Well, that's a sentence. Steer clear from him, Santa Cruz police spokesperson Joyce Blaschke told Cron4, whatever the fuck that is. We're getting calls from people who say... KRON4, it's a radio station. (laughs) Yeah, but still. KRON4. Coming in your ears. He's creepy. Based on his history, that's an acronym, we advise the public not to engage with this individual. She said, adding he had not been arrested for a crime linked to the alleged harassment. Wow. The street performer, who sometimes goes by... Dan Sandler was busted in 2014 in San Francisco where he sometimes worked in a costume at the Fisherman's Wharf. That's enough. There's enough. There's enough. To... I yeah. hope he so... goes to jail in his suit. I just need to, I need to unpack a few. I need to unpack a few bits of this story. Right. One elephant in the room. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Sounds very that... Jewish to me. Yeah. Also, not that Adam Sandler. I was about to say, has he gone against his people already? He's not that Adam Sandler. (laughs) Okay, that's one. Two, Jim Henson. Know what his faith was? Anyone? Could anyone guess? Could could he have been of the Judaic front? Correct. So, again, you're picking your bad mascots there. Uh, Unless it were ironic. (laughs) Um, three. I think he's a lunatic, mate. I don't think yeah, there's behind Don't us. ever, ever spout that kind of rhetoric from a Muppet. The Muppets are sacred <laughs> creatures, and I love the Muppets. And they are not anti-Semitic. None of them are anti-Semitic. They're anti-anything. They are Muppets. They are pure. They are the best of all of us. And four, did you say he was in Florida? Nope. New, oh, New York oh. and California. That's a yeah. shame. It's usually a Florida man, that one, it's isn't it? It's usually yeah. a Florida man, yeah. I think it's too, too humid in Florida to wear one of those suits. So he's been on tour, then, if he's doing New York and California. He's doing, yeah. he's doing his anti-Semitic yeah. tours. <laughs> there, there, there is a really kind of, like, you know, that morbid curiosity thing. I would love to see a video of that of, of um, when he was arrested in 2012, where he's a gym-hating, yeah. ranted crossroads dressed as Elmo. There's something about that. I just kind of want to see the video of it. I am, I am almost with the voice, certain. Though, with the voice. I am certain. I, I, and Elmo I, I has probably... a final solution. Oh, oh Jesus God. Christ. God. God. Fucking hell. No. Elmo's final solution. Uh, this is mine, Cam. Podcast title? No. No, no, no. I'm podcast title. I am almost sure there was a scene in Sesame Street where Elmo went to Temple and he had all the regalia on. I'm pretty yeah, see, sure yeah. that. He's done yeah. that, yeah. So Elmo's probably Jewish as well. <laughs> I mean, Elmo's made of red felt, mate. He's whatever the actor wants him to be. <laughs> it's just, I, I think this is, this is fucking preposterous. And I thank you for bringing this to the table because I needed that. I needed that. Give him the fucking chair, mate. Give him the uh, fucking it, it was chair. One, one, it was one of those news stories that happened upon it on Reddit. And I just as I was reading it, just it gets stranger and stranger and stranger. <laughs> stunning. That's a stunning bit of art. That, that, that. Just, oh, just fantastic <laughs> can't be topped <sighs> when we do an episode of best news story of the year it's number one so far <laughs> number one oh Nazi Elmo <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be the title well, I think we've had Nazi in the title this year I think we should stop doing that <laughs> we, can start, we can start talking aren't we but yes let's move on to what we're going to be doing this month uh, we, 
lots of co- lots of stuff's coming out. So we just thought, well, I thought actually, I just said, look, right, there's loads coming out. We've got loads to talk about. Let's have a nice chunky month. A Nexus. Let's just Nexus that shit up. I mean, the pay- we will have a Patreon's choice, so we will. Have- there will be a feature this month. Whatever you idiots pick. But yeah, let's just Nexus this shit up and have a good time. We know you all love it. And I want to know. I reckon there's going to be a tag team on this one. Potentially. There's two people here that have been to space this week. I think you two should stay out. Yes, yes both, both, Candy, both Candy and I have been to the one place where capitalism has not ruined it. Spice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? When I started this podcast, this was one episode I've really been looking forward to because Starfield was announced before I started. I knew I, yeah. I was going to be playing the absolute Star- shit out of this Star- game. Starfield was announced in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> you were in the room for Next. Us. <laughs> Give them the time. Let them have their moment. Oh, can you imagine now if Candy just went, I don't like it. Yeah, it's, it's all right. right. It's, I guess it's all right, yeah. <laughs> right. That sounds pretty accurate. Let me go. Do, right. do, 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 do you want to guide us in this one? Yeah, I'll do, I'll do the Candy's lead. Baby. Oh my God. <coughs> I've been the field of stars. This. I'm all ears. I'm, I'm, and I'm keen on this game. I'm deadly keen. That said, I will try and keep as critical a head on it as I possibly can, knowing that I've been absolutely busting for this. It is busting a thing a nut for, for this. Instead of thinking that it's your husband that made this game, think it's Nazi Elmo made this game. So you can kind of, mm. you're not biased then. You're not biased. <laughs> okay, right. Nazi Elmo. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to think that. So <laughs> you start off and the intro is you've been sent on a mining mission and uh, you're a rookie and during this mission you stumble across an anomaly. You touch the anomaly and you see all kinds of crazy, wackety shit. Um, and you, so you have about 15, 20 minutes of gameplay. This happens and then you get to the character creator. Is this the mine bit? I've seen this bit. Yeah, when I was yeah. So this is this is non-spoilery. So it's that's I did, all out I did the really open. like that um, that image when he touched the rock and all space and time, and then you saw like a tesseract, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. It looked fucking badass. That. So that's the intro to the game. Um, you create your character. You step out in the middle of a. You get sort of um, ambushed by a bunch of essentially space pirates. God, and- bloody pirates. Then a representative of Constellation comes down, thinks you got what it takes, and just randomly gives you a spaceship. You got Maxi, kid. You got, you got Spunk. Gives you a spaceship <laughs> and a robot that we now call Tesco. Tesco. And There's a robot called Tesco in No, it? he's called Vasco. But Costco or something, Tesco's isn't it? better. Yeah. Tesco's Costco. better. <laughs> Costco. And mm. off you go into space. And my initial impressions would be, um, have, I've played about... I've Make got maybe sort of eight hours good gaming time into it. Initial yep. impressions: it's a Bethesda game through and through. It's Fallout. Is in what you wanted? Which is exactly what the doctor ordered. It's Fallout in space. Um, yeah. I've got to a point in the game now where I've just realised how overwhelmingly huge it is. Like mm. it's it was advertised as being huge. It really is. So I've had to go. Uh, but to a couple of different constellations, you can't just go from one constellation to another. You have to t- take stop-offs on the way. So I've kind of skipped uh, between two to three constellations to get to where I'm going, each of which has maybe four to eight planets. Each planet has a couple of moons. You can Big land on the more star systems and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can land on the more. You can go to the more. There's as you go along, you'll be given side quests. 
activities, adventures you can go off on. And it doesn't hold your hand in terms of tunneling you down one route. If you want to stop off at a moon, you can. You can. What you want, though, isn't it? That's exactly what you want. Yeah, you can. I can see myself, and I've barely scratched the surface of any of the game's actual, um, the different mechanics that you can get. So I've done no shipbuilding, I've done no crafting, nothing whatsoever. I've just been mainlining the main quest, with the exception of stopping off in a couple of planets here and there, just to sort of... I've seen a few people say they recommend doing the quest first. uh, The impression I get with this game is that the, and with a lot of Bethesda games, the main story isn't the good part of the game. Yes. So maybe it might be a case. It. Yeah, it might be a case of getting the main story done to then open up the various uh, different mechanics that you can get to. Um, Bethesda games have never classically been super hot with storylines, I don't think. But yeah, I, I can honestly see myself spending hundreds of hours in this game. Um, cool. Gameplay wise. Again, it's Fallout in space. The only difference is the names of the items. So it's a case of, you know, okay, so that's the laser rifle, right? That's, you know, that's yeah. that's the health thing. That's what that's called. There is no difference other than you don't have vats. The gunplay is very good, surprisingly yeah. so. I, this is something that I dreaded. Um, not being I told somebody you it looked that's good partic- when I watched it, didn't I? Yeah. And I'm not somebody that's particularly particularly great at first-person shooters, which it was a bit of a worry. Like, I always kind of relied on VATS, but I haven't found it too bad yet because there's always a way around what you need to do rather than going guns blazing. You know, you can set a couple of traps or you can try and talk your way out of it. Um, I like the um, VATS system in Fallout. Do you think it's missing from this or is it okay not having So it? far, I haven't it's missed it. It's weird it not being there. It's weird it not being there, but at the same time, the gunplay is so much better. I don't think it's going to be an issue. And then, again, like, you do have the options to kind of maybe take certain routes around what you need to do. Um, plus, the, plus, the, plus the snap to aim is pretty generous. It, I like a snap quite, to aim. It is yep. quite forgiving. And I've got it on normal mode as well. I don't have it on easy, and I'm not having to. I mean, it's challenging, but not for somebody that's not good at first-person shooters, it's not too bad. Um But I haven't found any bugs yet. I haven't come across any major bugs. Um, Mothram Deer has. On the first... I've seen a few online, but it, it always seems to be people that are playing on underpowered PCs. She's Not playing Xbox. on an Xbox. so yeah. and, and this was just a case of an enemy clipping through a bit of scenery, which wasn't a huge issue, but it's still something that should not be there. Um, my frame rate has Ooh, dipped a little bit as well. <laughs> I was that was <laughs> He that can't believe me. there's no bugs. It's got to stick. <laughs> yeah. Right. We, we lost stick for a minute there. Uh, yeah, my uh, my frame rate has dropped a little bit. So it runs uh, 30 frames per second rather than 60 frames per second. That was general knowledge. I have noticed a few dips and a mm. few stutters, which is not particularly great. Um, one this thing, first week. It's not even technically the first week. Mate. It's not It's not officially open. Yeah, it's not no, officially been released charm, yet. Though, isn't it? It's part of the charm, and it's not like charm. it's not a game-breaking issue kind of <laughs> no. thing. You've got load screens; they're not particularly um, they're not too intrusive. Um, there is no, and I think you know. I think you mentioned this on Discord Oodles. There's no map, so going out into yeah. the wilds of space, it really does feel like you're the f- kind of the first person to be exploring there in some moons. I Although, think I'm also the only person online that thinks that's a good idea. 
It's I, an I, interesting I choice. Like, I because like, they've clearly had that. They had the choice, and they've mm-hmm. done this artistically and gone. No, no map. To me, that means I'm going to explore more and get lost more. That makes it the game is, longer. Especially or they with couldn't some get of the maps to work. Nah, they know what. <laughs> they know what they're doing. It's easy to maps. do a fucking map, mate. It's procedurally generated map, isn't it? It's just, it's just a map. But so not it adding is, it. I think it's brave. It is a case of going down, especially with the moons. Um, it's a case of going down and seeing what you can see and running to that place. I think maybe. I mean, Bethesda hates moving vehicles, but a, a, I've found that I have been <laughs> running over a bit of a barren wasteland for quite some time. Sometimes just to see something in the distance, I really want to see, but. Maybe that's by design. Um, Space is big, mate. <laughs> they don't even have the regular. You know that Bethesda games have the uh, compass on the top, and it'll it'll show you. you know, wow! On, it doesn't have that. It has something similar on your um, on your watch that you can see oh, on the God. bottom left, but it's not right front and center like the compass normally is. Um, kind of like again, I think that's I think it's a brave choice. Yeah, it's not so. Again, it's not something that would put me off. Um, although with this, you do have a scanner, and if you do get start to get slightly lost, you can hit the scanner. Not only yeah. does it scan wildlife and stuff, so you can learn about wildlife, you can see what metals. This is where it goes a bit no, no man's sky. You can do like metal farming and stuff. This is um, what I'm talking to, I was talking to my pal about this because he's like, Oh, I prefer no man's sky. And, he, and then he mentioned, Oh, there's no map. And so I went, There's no map in no man's sky either, mate. I mean, I can, like, I can see the like, comparison. No, there isn't one. And he's like, oh. So I think of people are just like making excuse or like, I don't know. Trying to find like, something to pick trying up. To find yeah, it's just something. a heads up display indicates things to look for, doesn't it? When you use yeah. Your yeah. There's no map. Sort of yeah. No. But I think like, comparing space. it to No Man's Sky would be a bit of a disservice to it, not to cast any well, No Man's Sky's got no, no narrative fucking. Merit whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, it does have bits of No Man's Sky, but it has bits of Fallout. It has bits of all sorts. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The flying in space. This is something that surprised me a little bit. Uh, it, it, it both delighted me more than I expected, and I have found a little bit disappointing. Okay. So far, bear in mind. Um, again, only about eight hours in. Maybe I just haven't got to it yet. I was hoping that there would be a little bit more manual f- flying in space, um, getting through asteroid fields, maybe a little bit more fighting enemy ships. I haven't found a lot of that so far. Doing the Kessel there's run? Been, yeah, it, there's it, been it, a bit of it. That just depends on the star system you go to. There's, I've been in quite a few where it says, like, hostile activity near a planet, so you can go up there mm. and you can go have a fight. Um, I would like more of that, but then more, again, like more manual flying as well to get yeah. from A to B. I've, also had a few, I've, I've had a few random encounters in space as well. It's I all, haven't had all, that. It, it's all about loading screens to planets, isn't it? You don't land on the planets yourself. It's all yeah. Warping. A lot of people online, a lot of people online, seem to have gotten the wrong end of the stick with this one. They were expecting a No Man's Sky. I don't think they never said. That, they never Kennedy. said that you could do that, did they? Like, no, they actually specifically said you couldn't do that, and there's a reason for that. Yeah, the game engine doesn't support it. What the game engine does support is tracking every single fucking object in the game and leaving it in every in the right place. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. Like, for instance, I went to, when you get into Constellation, they give you a bedroom. Great. Yeah. I dropped some gear there because I was encumbered, because fuck encumbrance. Um, <laughs> I then went off on my merry way. I came back about six hours later, and they're in exactly the same spot I left them in. That's good. That's, that's really that's, good. It's the creation engine. It's rickety. It's held together by sticky tape, but it's good at doing that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't argue There is that a lot of encumbrance as well. There's a lot of cucumbers in this game, but the I've, way they... they I've just um, had to push some points into strength. 
I've, I've done a couple, but actually it's, stronger, it's more of a gameplay mechanic as well, because if you're encumbered, it's not a case of you start to like slow down and you can't, well, you, you know, can't fast travel. It, it takes health off you kind of like rads, kind of like the way rads work. So it's, um, you'll go through your normal, um, your normal O2 and then you'll start building up CO2. And yeah. so then it will take, like take health science? off you. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, but going back to the flying, um, a way that it did delight me was it's it almost a, a flight sim in ways that you have a finite amount of power and what you direct the power to isn't fixed. So you can, if you need to, if you're in combat, you can take power away from the thrusters and put them oh, into your like shields. Star you can... Trek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, and, it's, uh, it's basically that Elite Dangerous way of doing it where you could... You've yeah, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's done in a more basic way than Elite Dangerous does it, but you, yeah, you have full control over the power. Little, little, little panels, ship. and you can put them up yeah. and down. Yeah. I'm banging to that. Or if 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 you say if you're if you're fighting um, a ship that's probably not that strong, you only need mm. to put a couple of ticks into your lasers and yeah. keep the rest on the shields and engines so you can keep up with them. Stuff like yeah. that. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. I like that. And then once you have defeated a ship, you can then dock it. Which was oh, a bit of space fucking docking. cool. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Space docking all the way. So um And then you walk around their ship and Yeah. Bang into and that. And steal it if you want. Oh, you can be an absolute Klingon. You can. Absolute mm. Klingon. So most of my thoughts on the game so far. I'm a, i think I'm a little bit further than Kennedy is. Um, of course you are. <laughs> I'm largely in agreement with her. There are a couple of things I don't like about the game. And it's kind of niggly stuff. The inventory system is fucking shite. I hate it so much. Um, mostly because it's really hard to see how much ammo you've got in your guns. Oh, that's not good. Yes, so it is it, from the inventories. Yeah. yeah, a couple of times I've been caught in firefights switching to another gun. I was like, oh, shit, I've got it, a bullet Doesn't it say the bullets on the actual gun or anything like no. that? It does Ooh. when you take the gun out, but not oh, when you're right. in the inventory. Yeah. But it's fiddling farty. It's a little bit fiddly farty. Some of the writing is, like, laughably bad, like especially in the opening couple of cutscenes. Um, yeah. like even just the whole premise of like you got it, you, you got what it takes, kid, and you just get given a ship. I was like, what the fuck's wrong with you, mate? <laughs> All you've done is see me murder some pirates. <laughs> <laughs> that means he's a baddie, mate. Don't trust him. Oh, everyone's a baddie in this game. Um, Don't get penisy. <laughs> but other than that, like, there's not really much to dislike about the game. Like the people kicked off online about the space flight. It's the it's exact almost exactly the same system as Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, that used to do the same thing. Yeah. Just go in a menu, pick a planet, go. Yeah, and Which you can bro- do a little bit of flying. Mass Effect did that. No yeah. one complained about that. You could not pilot yeah. the ship in Mass Effect. You had someone to do Whereas it this, for this you. This actually can pilot the ship. Like if you yeah, want, I've you seen. can fly across a, a, a star system. It takes you as long as it fucking takes you. It's space is big. Yeah, <laughs> space is big, man. The big, it's a big old place. Scary um, place, but. What I like about it, it's got that same kind of Bethesda sense of humor about things. Um, mm. You'll enjoy it more than you'll enjoy than you enjoyed Star Trek, uh, Star Trek uh, Skyrim noodles because um, you're not more floating. You're not floating around. You've actually got some head bob. You feel connected to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have a body though, which annoys me. You still look down. That never bothered me. Never bothered me. I played loads of games like that. Yeah, like Deus Ex. You didn't have a body on Deus Ex. Yeah, true. Uh, the guy who plays. <laughs> Adam Jensen plays um, a, a Wish.com cowboy in this game. <laughs> Does it? Does it? Right. With a terrible beard because the creation engine cannot do beards. 
I love him. I just did that. <laughs> I just did that storyline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the guy who played Adam Jensen, which which threw me for a loop for a minute there. Um, oh, but yeah. generally, the presentation is good. The planets are, like Candy said, a lot of them are quite barren. But when you get to like populated ones with cities, they're really impressive. Like, especially when, right, when what you... I've seen online where the, you can't explore the whole planet. No, you can, but you can't do it in one shot. Like so every time you look... areas, there's, there's maps. Yeah, um, and yeah, they're I'm quite expansive. They're like th- four or five square miles. Like it's quite a lot of space. That yeah, you get. why would you want to do it? <laughs> yeah, like you don't want to like walk the entire circumference of a yeah. um, of a dust bowl. You're a but fucking you... loser if that's what you're wasting your time on. <laughs> <laughs> but what you can, you'll eventually reach an invisible wall, and it'll say you're leaving the play area. But you can do, go sense. back to go back to your ship, launch back into space, go a little bit along, drop back down, and it generates a new map. You can explore the entire planet that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not No Man's Sky seamless, but then again, in No Man's Sky, who the fuck walked around an entire planet? Nobody. Not exactly. A, not a single person. You, you can put a waypoint. It says time expected, real time, forty-eight days to walk through around this planet. Like, <laughs> why yeah. would you bother? Exactly. Someone out yeah. there will. Yeah, so, cost the will. Loser. A lot of the complaining and griping about Starfield to be online is seems to be just really weirdly bad faith. The funniest one I've seen, the funniest one I've seen, because and we all know it's them internet people again. Them, when you, them their internets. Yeah, well, when you when you create your character, you can set their pronouns. Apparently, oh, this show means me it's, it's the wokest game in the world. Oh, literally unplayable. Oh, <laughs> even the God. first game to do that. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's the first high-profile one. You could like, do it in Cyberpunk, the, couldn't you? Yeah. You can, yeah. yeah. Set your yeah. pronouns, yeah. yeah. You can do it, and um, you, can, you can you can do it on loads. But the f- <laughs> some don't even say male, female now. They say type A, type B, and type C and yeah. stuff, don't yeah. they? Oh, just this, salty, this, this, salty PlayStation fanboys. That's like, yeah. Oh. Not this even one, that, yeah. mate. It's just fucking pricks. <laughs> it's 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 Prick. ridiculous. The thing is, actually, and unlike a lot of Bethesda games, the character creator is really fucking good. You can do yeah. quite a lot with it. Like someone's made Todd Howard in it. Candy looks like candy. Yeah. Like, I've made myself like candy. candy. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous how good that is. Well, I was just saying before we started recording, actually, like, I'm quite lucky because I've got the kind of face where as long as I can make the face short and the cheeks wide and loads Sting of has. eye makeup, Sting that's is me. always first, first default option for yeah. Sting. <laughs> <laughs> any game. Any game. Don't take me long to create one. It takes him a second to do it. <laughs> The trouble is, though, when you've made a character that's so uncannily like you, is when you do the death scenes, it's like, oh, that don't look good. <laughs> like, you're, oh, like, no. you're taking on that pain. If you're doing it that way, you're role-playing as well, so sometimes you'll lock yourself out of something cool, because, like, I wouldn't do that. And I always do that. The first playthrough, I always play as myself. Yeah. Like, what would I do? And I've, been, I've noticed, oh, this was bad as well, because there's I've had to notch up a few of those, like, ageing uh, graphics on the character creator. <laughs> that, that was definitely up a few notches since Fallout Four. Like I had to, it, that humbled me real quick. <laughs> you're in a different, you're in a different age bracket now. Bob. Oh, I really am. Yeah, thirty-five plus. <laughs> Welcome and... to my world. I think I think the the long and short of this game is, if you enjoy Bethesda games, it's it's perfect. hundred percent. It's it's not game of the year for me. It's not good. It, there's no way in hell it it, it, out, it outruns <laughs> Baldur's Gate. It just no. won't. Um, but it's nice. It's nice to exist. It is a really good light touch RPG because it's because of Bethesda game. Like the RPG elements themselves are kind of light touch. It's more of just a build your own character game. Yeah, you know they said um, that it was, it was going to be a deeper RPG as well, and it I, not that I've noticed more than Fallout. No, it's pretty much Fallout. What, what I like actually that they've brought back from previous Fallouts rather than the Fallout Four method, you actually get to see the dialogue you're going to say to a character. 
Yeah. It's not just the four yeah. options with like a word, which is basically three yeses and a no. Yeah. Um, this you actually get like the proper lines of what you will actually. That's what you say. want to do, isn't it? That's what you want. And you don't have a voice, so you don't have to rely on weird voice acting. Cool, cool. I'm conscious on time on that one, but I want to jump off the back of this Bethesda trek because I did something this week. I've finally done it. I've got past the bits in Skyrim that I couldn't get past. I've been playing Skyrim, guys. Yes. I wanted to I wanted to feel some Bethesda love while everyone was feeling Bethesda love. I am 20 hours into Skyrim now. Ooh. <laughs> Gets better, doesn't it? The surface has been scratched. <laughs> oh, the opening to Skyrim is shite. It's boring. <laughs> it's just crap. It's, it's like, so much I'll, walking and crap. I'll give you a brief a brief chat. I'll, I'll chat more about the Skyrim stuff in the green room. So if you're patron, I've got a great story to tell you about my Skyrim time. But the bits that I always struggled on when I first started was the combat. Now I've I've alleviated that massively by being more ranged and using magic. And I feel like the game pushes you towards that because it's way better experience. But I'll talk about Skyrim a bit more in the green room. I want to talk about a game I am reviewing and a game that Gadget kind of reviewed last week. Here's the definitive Armored Core 6 review. Course. <laughs> Gadget, what a, what a prince. Prince Monk's man sent this to me. The firstest of firstest, fastest class possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, before, it, it, before it, it came out of his hand, it was in my hand. That's how fast it was. He teleported it to me. I've beat it. I haven't stopped playing it though. I'm still being it. Um, Like what you said last week, I get why you don't like this game that much because you wanted the FromSoft vast world, vast exploration, wonder. Yeah, ain't no wonder in this. No, at all. Dropped in a map and so go go kill them lads over there. There's nothing to explore for. There's nothing to pick up. There isn't even a pick-up button. You don't pick anything up. You don't do anything like that. You shoot, you dodge, you die, or you survive. It's a 10 out of 10, this game, mate. It's fucking brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic. It is also what I said last week. It's an excellent game. I'm the problem with it. Like it's The the game has done nothing wrong. How far did you get? Can you remember? I, I, I beat the final boss of Chapter 1. Oh yeah, yeah, the big circular thing. Yeah, but the point where I'd I'd properly gotten fucked off with it, and I only beat the chapter just out of pure um, yeah, spite. Pure spite was the I think I think it was just the mission before that where you've got the invisible teleporting guys with the sniper yeah, yeah, rifles. Yeah. Fucking yeah, yeah. hated that. That was a terrible mission. Yeah, luckily they don't come back. <laughs> so now, nah. <clears throat> um, I and this is not a flex, not a game of flex. I died once. Throughout my run, it's a little bit too easy compared to the last. But I know what they've done. They've made an accessible armored car. The control scheme is more Dark Soulsian, isn't it? Yeah. You control your mech like you control your character in Dark Souls and Elden Ring. At first, it was very jarring for me that because the turning circles are quite, uh, quite long. You, you always get attacked from behind, which. On the last time call, you had a quick turn. Turns out you can unlock quick turn. I didn't realise that until near the mm. end. And all it, but after, and I think it is about after chapter one, which is about three, four hours in, isn't it? Yeah. It just clicks and you go, why? And then the story, there's 
twists and turns I didn't expect because the, 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 the story is that you are just a mercenary that drops in and happens to find the legendary Raven unit and you become Raven, which is a legendary thing, uh, if you don't know the law. And you've then got like eight to ten different corporations vying for your mercenary work. And what you're doing in the middle as a silent protagonist, you're using the fuck out of all of them for your own needs. And you're playing them off against each other. One mission you could be allied with two um, AC units, armor core units, two max, and a few missions later you're fighting them because they are now the enemy. Because you're fighting, you you basically Mister Fence Sitter throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And then something beautiful happens. You become a free agent, and this is not really much of a story spoiler, but it starts going crazy. The plot starts going a bit crazy, a bit alien, a bit weird that you don't expect. And I love that aspect of it. And the scale's fantastic. You don't realise how big the armoured car is until you stand on a car <laughs> by yeah. accident and the car just explodes. Oh, shit, I've stood on a car. Um, <laughs> like you said, Gadget, it does look like a game that could have been released last gen. It's not yeah. stunning. It's just nice. It's it got works. a nice art style to it. It's got a lovely art style to it. Not when I'm walking around as a fucking Gundam, though. It looks weird being all bright white, blue and yellow. <laughs> in that world, and everyone's like grey and dark and dingy, but it's just the the customization's fantastic. The bosses are some of the highlights. I saw people online saying this boss was impossible. I'm like, it weren't. I've just done it. You know what I mean? I I, I think people are expecting different things from it, and I've been speaking to a lot of Armored Core fans, and they're saying it feels like the PS Vita and the PSP ones, the the bit more arcadey ones. That it's less. It's less of a um, simulator and it's more yeah. of just a run and gun, ace combat style thing. I, I just, I just think it's it's fantastic. And did you do any of the arenas or anything like that, Gadget? No, I got it all unlocked, but I, I didn't do it by. Oh, time the arena stuff's fantastic. And th- th- I've, I've unlocked uh, multiplayer and uh, PvP, but I don't want to get sucked in because I will. I don't have to pay PS Plus now, even now it's 400 million quid. <laughs> but I just, I just think it's it's probably the best mech game that exists ever, which is massive to say because there's so many mech games. And a lot of people aren't into mech games. The best way I can describe it, and I said it last week, they're like flight sim games, aren't they? They're like yeah. arcade flight games because most of the time you are in the air. And it's just, I've, got, I've unlocked the... Um, the um, the Bloodborne weapon gadget, the uh, pile driver thing. The, um, oh, yeah, what's yeah. What's that called? What's that called? The one that Jura has. Yeah, the one that Jura has. And I, I thought, I mean, spoiler alert, I was fighting a guy named Patches. And I'm fucking, I'm pile driving him with this fucking like bolt. It's like a bolt gun, isn't it? But it's, yeah. And it's the exact same weapon. And if, if you're a fan of From Software in general, there's loads of callbacks to it and stuff like that. I, just, I know there's a Moonlight Greatsword in there somewhere. I've got that. It's, it's not as good as you'd think, but there's loads of. It's just, it's just fucking brilliant, and I'm constantly replaying missions to earn money and get better. And and I don't know. It's just really fucking good, and the story's a lot better than I thought it were going to be. I, I just, I just absolutely adore it. It's a ten out of ten. But if you're not a mech fan, yeah. If you're not into games that challenge you in that kind of way, it's easier seven out of ten. Because it's, it can be quite impenetrable if you don't know the genre. So, I'm not recommending it to everyone. I'm recommending it to people that are already going. 
huh, I'd like to give that a try. Don't expect Dark Souls. Don't expect Elden Ring. Don't expect Bloodborne. None of that. It's none of that. It's its own thing. Its heritage is 20 years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what to expect. But yeah, it's fucking, ah, fucking love it. Anyway, Stig, what have you been doing? Uh, this week, Kate and I started watching Only Murders in the Building. Yeah, I keep seeing it advertised. Oh. Yeah, so it's American mystery uh, comedy drama. It stars uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. And basically, it's these they they all live in this like um, Upper West Side apartment building, like full of all these yeah. like crazy and kooky different residents, and and you know like the person, the superintendent of the building, everyone, everyone's got this like funny character uh, about them. But yeah, but these three are they come together one night after the building gets evacuated, and while they're waiting to be let back in, they all discover that they're all the fans of the same murder mystery, um, like mm. a crime podcast. So yeah. they kind of oh, developed. Yeah, so they they develop a friendship over this crime podcast. Whilst they're out of the building, one of the other residents is murdered, <gasps> and they suddenly start to create their own then they decide to create their own murder murder mystery crime podcast about the murder in their building um ah. and so the, the the show is hilarious so steve martin plays charles hayden savage he's a semi-retired actor he used to star in like a, a, a popular 90s crime drama brazos uh you have <laughs> Ma- martin short is olivia putman putnam who is kind of a disgraced, financially struggling Broadway director. Fucking love Martin Short. So He's much. so good He's in very this. funny in this. He is hilarious. Yeah. I just in love this. him, man. I've always loved him. He's, it's, oh, he's great. And then Selena Gomez, uh, Mabel Morris, she's a young artist who's currently living in her aunt's unit, um, uh, redecorating. I can't picture who Selena Gomez is. Let me have a look. Uh, she has Disney Child. Yeah, so she's kind of doing up her aunt's apartment. Um, what's the word? I can't remember. Oh, what yeah, I've seen it before. Condo, yeah. isn't it? But um, yeah, so they create this podcast and they're constantly unlocking like uh, clues and and everything and digging deeper and deeper into the residents of the of this place they live in and finding out all this like new stuff and all this new information. The show constantly keeps you guessing. So yes, it is a comedy at heart, but there's a lot of drama and mystery there as well that keeps you intrigued. Like so, like we're constantly as me and Kate are watching this, we're we're like saying, oh, that person there, that person there. But what about that person there? Like it does a really good job of like subverting your expectations on certain people. Um, but yeah, it's currently got three series out. They're all on Disney Plus. Uh, we've uh, finished season one and went straight on to season two. And yeah, just I think it's brilliant. It's it's an American comedy you will like oodles. It's only 10 episodes series as well. Half an hour episodes, but each episode leaves you with wanting to see the next one, which is very frustrating when you watch a few episodes and it's like <laughs> midnight and you're like, <laughs> you want to keep going, it ends in a cliffhanger. You're just like, oh no, I want to see the next episode, but also I have to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're about halfway through season sign, one, though. but we're, we're quite enjoying it. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I, I really like it. I think um, Martin Short is probably the funniest character out of the three um but there is some absolutely amazing steve martin moments in the last few episodes um there's one there's two moments in the last episode that had me and kate in stitches like 
it, it it's using his real physical comedy for it. And um It's good to see him still working though, isn't it? Yeah, some of the yeah. reoccurring characters like the, the the residents that live there as well, they've all they're all kind of funny and kooky in their own way and that they're, they're really good. Um there's one That's... episode in it where the whole thing is told kind of from a deaf person's perspective. So there is no sound outside oh, wow. of kind of muffles and things being touched and knocked over and the occasional like just you know breath noises and things like that it's yeah. so well done like i can't believe they actually did a full episode like that but it's i keep seeing adverts well for done. it and i'm like I, I like the adverts so i'm gonna jump on yeah i've I, been um, told sorry gadget i was gonna say i saw um something on tiktok this uh, a real estate agent in new york talking about that building that mm. it's filmed in and about how much those apartments actually cost Oh, I, I dread to think how much they cost. A million each. So, so they, they had um, so they had the three bedroom unit, which is what um Martin Short's character has, um the closest one she could find to that in that building, five point eight million dollars. Wow! I saw that. I, I, I saw the apartment. similar similar thing about the uh, apartment that the Friends people living in Friends, and that'd be worth a couple of million. Oh yeah, mm. it would now. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's really good. It is. It's one of those ones where you just keep hearing people say, "Oh, you should watch that. You should watch that." So we needed something I'm new to watch. The half I'm gonna an start hour one tonight. The half an hour episodes, and I know how Disney you Plus like it. Half an hour episode. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah Disney Plus. Really, really, really good. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Cool, 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 cool. Um, bigger. Well, Candy watched one. And reviewed it, and Stiggy mentioned the other, so I've watched back-to-back The Possessor and Infinity Pool. (laughs) Yeah, they were interesting movies, without a doubt. Um, Possessor is the one that Stiggy mentioned, the 2020 science fiction psychological horror, and Infinity Pool was the one that Candy reviewed the other week, and both written and directed by Brandon Cronenberg. Yes, he of David Cronenberg. Fame. Um, the Possessor <laughs> stars. That's not good. Huh? The spawn of. <laughs> <laughs> That's how genetics testicles work. Fame. <laughs> <laughs> it stars Andrew Riseborough and uh, Christopher Abbott and Rosa Sutherland, Tuppence Middleton, Sean Bean, and Jennifer Jason Lee in supporting roles. Busted. Riseborough portrays an assassin who performs her assignments through possessing the bodies of other individuals but finds herself fighting to control the body of her current host, Abbott, is the main plot for that. And, yeah, it's a brutal movie. Damn, the, the opening is just insane, insanely brutal. And it, it just gets messed up from there. And um, like Candy says, it's very similar with certain scenes. There's a, a scene in this movie where the control of what um, Andrew's trying to do with the, the character, Christopher, and they're sort of coming apart, and you get this really weird transformation is they're sort of losing control with each other and it, yeah it's just dark and insanely weird and it's definitely got that sort of dreamlike feel to the whole movie um very interesting films from um brandon i can see he's got a lot of good stuff coming his way i imagine yeah. Um, but yeah i thought both movies were really good really interesting themes uh, the assassin one's really cool and candy it's nice to see that your fellow decent. podcasting comrades um, are recommending good things. That's how you see it. Yeah. Proofs in the pudding. There's tough watches. That 
they're not easy watches. Um, no, gory mm-hmm. and weird in both. Um, they're not Sunday really Sunday afternoon too. after your after your roast dinner watches, are they? <laughs> no, no, no. That's what I was going to say for Schindler's List. Uh, that's everyone's <laughs> favourite Sunday afternoon watch. Yeah, <laughs> but so I agree with Andy. Got to be in the right uh, mind frame to watch them because yeah. they are deep and dark movies, but they're very very good. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, he does more. I, I wouldn't want to talk too much about the movies because you don't want to spoil anything in it. But no. Yeah, really, really, really good. Mint, mint. Uh, Gadget, do you have anything else other than Starfield? Uh, just a really quick one, just so you get a fifth thing to put on the artwork. Um, oh, yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so th- this uh, this week I was listening to uh, one of my favourite podcasts, uh, Last Podcast on the Left. And yes. their latest episode, as of this week, they have a really, really interesting interview with uh, one of my other favourite uh, podcasters, Dan Carlin. From Hardcore History. Oh, I love Dan Carlin. And I, I, I always like it when the streams cross and you get like your favourite guy interviews your favourite guy kind of thing. But, um... <laughs> I hope just eats to no. <laughs> <laughs> Just drink. Um, yeah, I always, I always like it when the streams cross and you get um, your favourite guy talking to your favourite guy. Um, this is why I'd love to get Theo Vaughn interviewing Biggie. Yes. <laughs> I think that'd be the most ultimate podcast of all time. <laughs> um, there the, the, the was the one one of the interesting things that I pulled out of it, and it, it, Dan Carlin just says it as a as a throwaway thing. He doesn't script his episodes. He does these no, seven hour, cuff, isn't it? yeah, these seven hour long episodes of um, hardcore history, and he records them in maybe like five takes, like in sections. Wow. Um, Similar to this podcast. It's mental, like just the amount of detail <laughs> that he puts in there. It's incredible, but it's worth listening to. One, listen to his process, and two, also find out that Dan Carlin kind of invented the podcast or was involved in yeah. the inventing of the podcast. Like it wasn't it like was. a thing from Apple that everyone assumes it was. Oh, everyone says it's Ricky Gervais. No, yeah. no, Dan Carlin was doing it first, and he was like on the ground floor of doing it. So, um, yeah, absolutely worth listening to, especially if, if you like either Hardcore History or Last Podcast on the Left. It's a really fascinating. I do, interview. but it's something I don't listen to every week. That's my problem. I dip in, dippy dippy. Well, dip, dip in, in. dip into this episode. It's only an hour long. Oh well, I'll, I'll dip me toe in. See if the water's warm. Plus, Dan Collins has got a really lovely voice. I like listening. I to love him. him. I think Very he's relaxing. Mm. He's, he's he's by all accounts is a lovely bloke in real life. Anyway, yeah. isn't he? his voice his voice has got that whiskey and twenty Marlboros sound to it. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Middle America radio host kind of thing. Yeah, Appalachia. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, have we got any feedback this we week? Have a cu- we have a couple of quick bits. Uh, Super Natty Cat has said, this week we watched Painkiller on Netflix, which follows the based-on-real-events story of how OxyContin results in the deaths of hundreds of thousands of Americans who became addicted to the drug. It stars that guy from Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Godzilla... And, and, and Godzilla... That'd be Alan Matthew Brock? Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Uh, Matthew Broderick. <laughs> the guy that killed <laughs> someone. Yeah. Uh, truth be told, it was <clears throat> grim. I mean, it's not going to be an uplifting film. <laughs> Put that OxyContin <laughs> program on it. I can't wait. It's going to be a <laughs> laugh a minute. <laughs> oh, God. Life's tragic. Uh, um, best this... boy, Angry Curtis said. After Hang on. Is... <clears throat> Hang on. Hang on. I think he's missed out a lot of stuff she's posted. Oh, Biggie. I only saw the one bit from her. She's posted four. Uh, Where, though? Is it his fault? I only saw the one. It's oh, it will be, but I only saw the one bit. It's a post after a post after a post after a post. Not when um, I looked, it was just one. Let, let, me, let me get to our X page. 
hard. <laughs> you have X. to click. You it's have got to click X now. It's got you have to click on the post <laughs> yes. because the way Twitter is now, I'm not refusing to call it X. I'm being that p- pathetic. It opens up the thread. Oh, I can't. I can't look at it because it wants oh, me to yeah, sign it's in. It's basically more underneath. All right, hang on. She one, says, uh, "Truth be told, it was grim, yet compelling to the point where I couldn't take my eyes off it. Acting is on point, and the scenes of addiction are frightening. Each episode starts with a family describing the loss of their loved ones from this drug, and the horrifying thought that the people, horrifying thought that the people addicted to oxycotton were completely normal, straight down the line, law-abiding people." given the drug to help with bad back or recovering from an op. Next thing, they're found dead in gas stations after snorting the stuff crushed up. Must watch, but only uh, you will only watch it once. Uh, Theo this week, Stuartkus, has been watching all three car <laughs> movies. Uh, he rates them 6 out of 10. The cars move fast <laughs> and are easy to focus on because we are still learning smooth muscle transitions. But there's a lack of songs, and in the last film, we missed the plot points because he had to do a massive built-in poo. I don't know. It's, been, it's, got, it's got life is a highway. There's never I any songs in Pixar's that really anywhere. No, they're Doesn't, the only Pixar films I've not seen. Cars, 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 Cars one's great. Oh, well, everyone said that Cars was crap, so I never bothered. No, Cars one's good. I don't know. Uh, Cars I'll, like I'll, Cars I'll, like I'll the lower. Like the ones that the Pixar films that everyone's like, nah. No, because there's something Cars crazy one, about it. The fact there's no humans in that world. Cars one is decent, but it is still a lower tier Pixar film. Yeah, Th- I think of it. Think of it, Stig. Cars go to an arena to watch cars race, and they're all cars themselves. What a weird, like dystopian. I know it's weird. Future. I, I, it only, is. The only thing I've seen from Cars is that little car just going, Lightning McQueen. It's like yeah. literally, <laughs> that's what that's what it's, it's good. I like Cars One, Cars Two. See, and my kids never wanted to watch it, so I was like, if I have to watch it, I'm just going to sit here and watch it by myself. And I just <laughs> yeah, that, you're not that fucking weird, are you? I have too many other films. <coughs> Mate, to I've watch. seen Planes as well. <laughs> oh wow, that's that's not Pixar though. <laughs> I've still seen it. <laughs> anyway, moving. Sorry, on. Nat, that's my fault. But if you use the proper form, these things wouldn't happen. Unlike Kurt. <laughs> He is right. He is right. I'm, I'm sorry, Nat, but Biggie's completely right. We have the forum there, not the forum, the, the form there, ready with as many um, numbers of characters as you want. Just start doing it. Like Kurt. So Anchor Kurt has said. <laughs> no, he hasn't said that. <laughs> is that what he said to do it again? <laughs> I thought that was going to be a lot quieter Angry than it was. Burpee, Kurt. <laughs> I, I always get told off when I do that. That's the first time I think you've done a massive burp on the podcast, Gadget. You're a pig, and, and you no should one, be ashamed of yourself. And no one will ever hear it because I'm the editor. Um, no, keep that in. No, that yeah. has to stay. Angry Kurt has said, uh, after Oodles' gloom review last week, I decided to pick up Blasphemous 2, and four hours in, it's been fantastic. It's just a really yeah. satisfying Metroidvania with platforming that feels great to play and combat that is good fun too with the different enemy attack patterns, and I'm not getting lost either. The upgrades are cool. However, if I had any complaints, it's this. I'm really sorry, but I just don't like the whole Souls-like mechanic scene in this game, and the likes of Hollow Knight, where you lose some of your magic meter or whatever it's called when you die, and the only way to refill it back to maximum capacity is to go to pray at the woman behind a veil. When I die in these games, I just want to start at full strength, ready to go again. I know people won't agree, but it's just how I feel about the mechanic. I just find it annoying. Thankfully, it's not enough to put me off in this game, whereas it was in Hollow Knight, largely because I found that game harder than this. Yeah, not everyone likes the corpse run mechanic. 
I agree with him in Blasphemous, especially it is wholly unnecessary. You don't lose any souls, anything like that. Your magic just gets halved. And it's a game where you rely on it, and you have to go back to this um, deacon, and he absolves you of your sins. A uh, guilt, should I say, sorry. And it's just unnecessary. I, 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 in Hollow Knight, it was the risk-reward. It made sense in that game. In Dark Souls, it's even more risk-reward. It's checkpointing, isn't it? And yeah. I do this before I get to the next bonfire. In this, it's just, it's just, it's. I think it's just a tick on a box for them. Yeah, at, at it, least it, it wouldn't least make the Hollow... game any lesser to not have it. At least in Hollow Knight, they put in like an alternative mechanic where if you couldn't get back to where your goose was, you could go and pay a ransom egg to EG. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Ex- exactly. I just, I, I I'm, I'm kind of with Kurt on this. These Metroidvanias can lose that Souls aspect. Now. It's unnecessary. Yeah, it's just an unnecessary thing. Uh, he finishes okay. finishes off saying, I'm also not a fan of the writing, which means I'm not really paying attention to the story or lore, which I'm sure is great, but when things are written in an almost Shakespearean way, it just goes over my head and I disengage with it. Nah, it's shit, mate. Story's shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're not really there for the story of a Metroidvania, are you? No, no, it's shit, mate. It's just, it's just verbose... Um... Bullshit. Really orthodox uh, some, some Spanish kind of law Catholicism in, uh, in Hollow Knight. I have no idea what the fuck it is. I don't know it. No, I just. Gadget it knows it. He's watched videos yeah. on it. Gadget knows the law in Hollow Knight, but I didn't know the law in Hollow Knight either. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Go kill when, you, when you've got really good gameplay, you don't need it. You don't need it. They're all bugs, aren't they? Unless he bugs, throws bugs someone life. off a volcano, I don't care. Yeah. If there's no no Cyberpunk Corporation, you're not bothered. <laughs> Killzone ain't got a story, mate. It's crap. It, because the game is the, the gameplay is the best. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> yeah, don't have a story. It's just space Nazis, isn't it? That's it. Gameplay is the best. Is that the um, yeah? Feedback? That's the feedback. Yep. Thank you very much. As always, links to all our extra curricular activities are in the show notes and at modernescapism.co.uk. Next week it's gonna be another Nexus. Is all I've got loads of me this month. I've done loads. I've got loads of stuff to do. Me too. It's gonna be fantastic. Please send it in to the correct forms. If you've got things that you want to us to read mm. out to you, it's not the end of the show yet. Just a reminder: if you're a patron as well, Kenny Potter will be out on Monday. I was gonna get Absolutely. there. I was gonna get there. Well, you weren't. <laughs> I <won't. laughs> I but yeah, Kenny Potter. Is, 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 did you say Tuesday? No, Monday. Monday the eleventh. It's always going to be the second Monday. week of the the month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we need to record another one of them soon, don't we? I need to watch a film. Need to mm. watch a film. Need to finish read the book. The book's too fucking big. <laughs> <laughs> They're massive tomes, aren't they? But yeah, um, read every Ken- other word. Kenny Potter's really good. Are we going to get a too fast, too curious anytime soon? You guys yep. going to be watching that film? No, nope, not yet. But we will. No, we did. A, we also did. A, I don't know if you'll hear it by now. The uh, Scott Sheep wrap up. We did that. That was quite enlightening because it reminded me of something I did three months ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> really enlightening. But yeah, it's all good stuff. If you are a patron, you'll see us in the green room. But before that, I am wondering what's going on in that little red head of hers. It's a trip down Candyland. <laughs> and now, what's up in Candyland? I've got some life hacks to live by this week. <laughs> and Not when I'm I can say... <laughs> I can say 100% I use this in everyday life, all, all of them. Pop the toilet. So I've got 
<laughs> so we've got top 10 used almost every day in this household. This household being me. Right. <clears throat> in this family. There we go. <laughs> We're a life hack family. If your car's making a strange noise, turn the radio up. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you have unexpected guests, quickly put, put a bunch of clean dishes on the dish rack. So it looks like you've got the situation in the sink under control. Like you're working your way through what, it. What, 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 why can't you just wash them? How does that cover like the rest of the bomb site that is your kitchen? You wash, you've got it in hand. Yeah. You, started. Candy, you started. Remember, it's only you in your household. Just wash the plate after you've used it. Or don't invite <laughs> people around. Wow. Uh, I'd never see the game again, then. <laughs> That's the point. That's the thing. <laughs> Bath your cat by putting dish soap in your toilet, put the cat in the toilet, close the <laughs> lid, and then let nature do the hard work. <laughs> now Caddy I know can... why that cat beats fuck out of you. Yeah, Caddy, just, just kind of roll up your sleeves, I just want to see all the scars. <laughs> Actually, I do. Have you want to know why I got these scars? Put the cat in the toilet. <laughs> um, where are we? Park anywhere for free by lifting your windscreen wipers up so parking attendant can't leave a ticket. Wow. You can just... No, they stick to the windscreen. You can put it down. They stick to the windscreen. <laughs> yeah, also some they, of them. They just... They've got sticky bits on them, aren't they? Yeah. Nah. Yeah, but then if your windscreen wipers are up, how are they going to get to you? Like, Is this that, why you that's keep That's a defensive mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's fine. It works. Mate, I don't <clears> drive and I know that they can. They just stick them on. Mm, I don't think so. I don't I think, think so, my so. darling. <laughs> I no, I don't think so, my darling. <laughs> I don't think so. Nope. <laughs> I'd love to see a traffic warden go up to your car and go, well, I can't put a sticker on here. I don't know what to do. These windscreen, windscreen wipers, wipers are out. I can't even law. get to the windscreen. <laughs> it's like the thing that it I can't just even confuses get to the windscreen. them. You know, like smoke she's there going, I don't think so, it's darling. Like, uh... I don't think so, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, my love. <laughs> All right. Next one. Shout, this belongs in a museum before shoplifting. The Indiana Jones way. <laughs> I, like, I like a Pringles tube. Other crisps are available. Yeah. Um, sure. Um, right. Tired of paying tax? Just don't. What? When you go to prison, you, won't have, you don't have any bills to pay in prison either. You have to pay when you get out, though. Yeah, but you might never come out. Oh, you might die in there. Also, you might get shanked. Hey, it's also, free, free house, house, isn't it? For most of us on pay as you earn tax, we don't have the choice. Yeah. Oh, I'd go freelance and you can just say what you want. Yeah. Someone, uh, someone does my taxes for me every month. Can someone yeah. send the tax, tax man around to candy sales just to check? Yeah, them please. Out? Don't do that. <laughs> I, I, I hope, I hope yeah. you're declaring your, your, your wildly successful YouTube channel as well. Of course I am. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. I'm not I talking am. HMRC, no, I'm the... talking the old school inland revenue as well. <laughs> Get them down. Get them down. And while we're here, we need to talk uh, about these parking tickets you haven't paid either. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm, go- I'm going down for I'm going to the slammer. I'm going to the slammer for a long time. Uh, want to avoid talking to somebody you recognise in Asda? Tell security guard that, tell the security guard that they're shoplifting. No, what, what, um, what if they shout, this belongs in a museum? Well, they'll be off, won't they? Mm. It doesn't matter. They'll be, shout, this belongs in a museum, and off but they But they're start, holding so. you. This belongs in a museum. Oh, should they be right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you bought something expensive for your house and you don't want anyone to th- see it on rubbish day and then so you don't get burgled, just put it outside your neighbour's house? Uh, I, I assume you're talking about the box there. Yeah, the box. <laughs> okay, not, not, not the, the thing. thing yeah. Not the thing. Not the thing. The box. Yeah, I missed out some words Don't there. you live in a block of flats? 
number two. <laughs> if you, if well-known fact, if you eat while standing up, the calories don't count. You're on the move. Yeah, I've heard this before. Yeah. Uh, and number one, miss working from home, recreate that environment in the office by showing up naked, like I am now, from yeah. the waist down. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Cheers. Get it, get it watched on and YouTube. That's, and that's Candyland. <laughs> <sighs> the worst part is yeah. all ten of those things I can see you doing. Yeah, I she's, absolutely. She's not got I these, told you. These, she's not got a list from, um, from the internet. These are her mind. Yeah. These are all from yeah. her. I got no knickers <sighs> on right now. Same. Oh, but you're sitting in a leather chair, though. It's just going to be all squelchy. She likes to squelch. Yeah. <laughs> likes to make whistling noises in the chair. Like the ass mark. <laughs> anyway, if you are a patron, see you in a few seconds. But if you're not, this is the end of the show. We will end it on that as well. That's what we're like. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.